Hello there, and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. My name is Tom, and as always, I am joined with my co-host, John. Hey, it's me! Uh, Every time, yeah. it's this, you just, hey, it's me. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just here in my, in my house, in your, in your house, and just doing this on Skype because, you know... Still on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never going to end. Uh, yeah, How are yeah. you this week, John? Oh, doing great, you know, because we had some fantastic news and yes. uh, fantastic trailers that came out. Yeah. And um, yeah, so um, what, what, what about you? Yeah, no, same. Yeah, it's been it's been quite an exciting week, especially towards the back half of the week. Um, you know, we've got some. So this week we're going to be doing. Um, so talking about movie franchises that lasted too long, uh, we've got so we've got got news, some Godzilla v Kong stuff, some Raya and the Last Dragon, and of course the Snyder Cut. And I think it is obviously we know that uh, the Snyder Cut. You know, we'll talk about it a bit more later, but we we have a release date for the Snyder Cut now. And off the back of this, I am very very excited to announce that we at the Outside Film Podcast are going to be doing what we are calling our Zack Snyder extravaganza. Over the course of six weeks, we'll be watching six Zack Snyder films, leading up to, of course, the big event, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, on Yes, this is truly exciting because we got a date, we got two posters, and we finally got the, the Snyder Cut. It's just a magical time right now. Because... It is a magical time. So on the fourteenth of February, uh, on Valentine's Day, we'll be we'll be talking about Dawn of the Dead, and then on the twenty first of February, we'll be doing three hundred. On the twenty eighth, we'll be doing Watchmen, and then on the seventh of March, we'll be doing Man of Steel. On the fourteenth of March, we'll be doing Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, and then it'll all culminate on the twenty first of March with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Come along. It's going to be great. I'm very excited to watch all these uh, films and just you know, talk about Zack Snyder. For you know, it's weeks. going to be great when we're going to get Zack Snyder content because he has made really good films. Yeah, um, I love his stuff. Yeah, I love his stuff. The stuff is great. And uh, yeah, if you want to join us with our Zack Snyder plans, you can. If you can, you can watch these films and just comment below why did you love this film or was there any downsides to this or anything. Yeah, just uh, it's going to be exciting and. Um, We've been waiting for this film, a four-hour film, for ages and ages. Like, yeah, it's just, definitely. It's just crazy. It, uh, hard to believe. Yeah, like, it really is. Like, we got people just saying, oh, the Snyder Cut's not real. Oh, we, no, 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 We won't get this. And like, oh, shut up. But, yeah, <laughs> in your face. <laughs> um, yes, indeed. Yes. Um yeah, should we get onto today's episode? Let's let's go. Okay, so let, we'll start off talking about some Godzilla v Kong. There, we've got a trailer for Godzilla v Kong. The internet went wild. Um, yes, team team Godzilla, team Kong. What do you think, John? Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's gonna be really exciting because it it's gonna be those films like uh, Team Kong, Team Godzilla, and you know. I watched uh, Kong School Island, which was a great film um, to watch. Like, and uh, Kong was like, uh, like a very uh, he was young in that film. Like, he is massive in that film, but he's young. But then today, and like, in got in got uh, Godzilla. This is Kong. Uh, he is 
an absolute you absolute big unit. He really um, is. He really is. Yeah. He's 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 yeah. grown. He yeah. is the size of well, he's the same size as Godzilla now. Um yeah, it looks really interesting. It seems like um, you know, uh it will be Kong will be using what I believe is a part of Godzilla's like one of Godzilla's spikes. I think God, I think in the trailer Kong was using one of Godzilla's spikes like on an axe. So like originally I just kind of thought well obviously Godzilla's going to win because he will just nuclear breath at Kong. But yeah. no, I mean like who knows? It's, it's a big debate. There's also some um, Well, <laughs> yeah, there was like a huge massive debate like I saw like a post on Instagram where there was like an explanation on like Kong, like uh, no, um, Godzilla, like being the best, like he's gonna do it and do it and do it, and then the other argument is just he just goes, hmm, monkey. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you can't uh, yeah. you can't deny uh, monkey. Monkey, um, yeah, well, yeah, monkey. It, yeah, I and mean, it looks like most... it's gonna be like obviously people like always say like oh yeah we've seen so many films where it's like like, two, like, main characters fighting, you know, you've got, like, it's so, it happens all the time in superhero films. Um, it's true, but like, it's true. you know, uh, I mean, it's gonna be fun, like, I don't think anyone is expecting some sort of, like, huge, like, you know, like, world chest shattering, like, Oscar-worthy film. I mean, oh, it might be Oscar-worthy. Oh, it's a masterpiece when, <laughs> when Kong punched Godzilla, oh my god! I felt that um, shit. The cinematography, um, the knees on sense, the style. <laughs> when, um, when the film, you know, it comes out on March 31st. I uh, don't know what that's like for the UK, but it does come out uh, then, technically. Uh, so I, I'm quite interested to see, like, how this is, because obviously they're going to team up at the end. Like, I think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. But what will and it be? There are... Theories. There is. It seems like Mecha Godzilla is in the Mecha? trailer. Ooh. Um, um, so who is like a robot? Uh, like like. Um, which, which we probably heard about this storyline. You know, um, Batman v Superman. We heard this like. There's a lot of people like joking about the ending of like what um, Kong. This is Godzilla going to be like. It's going to be like no Mothra. <laughs> Nice don't that. say that name and then yeah. everyone's gonna be like oh yeah you know that stupid scene in batman v superman yeah 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 martha yeah yeah stupid scene <laughs> well anyway that's funny, that's funny. That's <laughs> um, well yeah i mean i've i mean i don't i don't hate that scene but i do like it is kind of funny some uh, some of the stuff that people uh, like do say about it but um there's also a theory that um that there are actually two godzillas um this comes from like one of the like comics or something, I can't remember, but, like, there's actually two Godzillas, and that they are, um, actually, like, the, 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 um, the, the real Godzilla is gonna have, to, is gonna, like, be fighting Kong and this other Godzilla, and then the real Godzilla will die. Something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, let's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about our next piece of news. Um, John, do you like Harry Potter? Oh, Boy, yes, I do. I mean, I watched the films, and I like it. Yeah, it's great. Good. Well, get excited, because HBO Max is going to do a spin-off series. Why? I Okay, I want to take what? the reins. I want, I want to start off and just take the reins on this. Why? I love Harry Potter. I love the books. What? I love the films. Uh, okay, I think... okay, okay. Um, this is pointless. I agree, right? Fantastic Beasts is like, it, it's good. Wait, the first wait, one's wait. Good. Like... What? wait. Th this, is, this doesn't make sense. Warner Brothers, didn't they direct this film? 
the, 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 the studio, didn't they make this film? Yes. Then why? Uh, uh, I don't know. I well, I get okay. So like, obviously they they're doing Fantastic Beasts, which is pretty good. Of course, they of did course, curse. Course. They did Curse Child, which is honestly the worst thing I've ever read. Um, oh good. Uh, they've uh, done uh, like the Hog- Hogwarts Mystery, uh, which is the upcoming video game, or is it the? There are two video games, one that's already out and then a new one. I can't remember which one's which. Um, but now they're doing a spin-off series. But why? I think, like, the whole... Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get this. What? 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 I, 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 when I heard about this news, I I was talking to my friends while playing, uh, like, uh, playing a game. They, they were like, oh, okay. So <laughs> now... Uh, t- okay, so... I watched the entire Harry Potter series. This took me like days to watch because um, I had other stuff to do, and, and this was in high school. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch them all," and I enjoyed it. But yeah. now we're gonna get a mini series, like a, a TV show. Why? Yeah, it it just it feels like they're unnecessarily like stretching it out, and it, and it just like it's losing so much of what made it special. Like I read the books once a year, and it's a really special moment for me. Like whenever I watch the films, you know, I do it all in one. Like at Christmas, uh, just a couple days before Christmas, I watch all of them in a day. It was painful, like it was really really painful, but I really enjoyed it because they at the end of the day they're great films, and Fantasy Beasts is also good. But like I just don't really, I'm not itching to see more, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, I really feel like they're going to add some more stuff to know, you know. Um, yeah, wait, is J.K. Rowling going to be working with this or not? I don't know whether she will be, but I assume, I mean, come on, she's the she's the author of every, she, like, you know, she, she will. She has, a, she has a hand in everything, like, I, I yeah, would, I will. guess she'd be the, in it. She will, because she will do some stuff in the TV show. That we were like, oh yeah, let's forgive J.K. Rowling. She did this all. Then no, no, no. Yeah. Shut up. Right. She's gonna add some more stuff to be more inclusive. Yeah. Oh, oh. Like, I, I totally expect she will. I mean, I don't. I just. I don't know. Whatever they do, it just. It just feels like they're kind of like beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah, um, beating the horse. No, not Har- Harold the horse. Oh, Harold the horse. No. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So that was. That's just pointless. I mean. More, more money? I think no one's going to buy it. Unless... Someone... I disagree. I think there'll be loads of people who buy it. I think this is... Yeah. Like, strategically, this is actually a decent move. But, like, I just don't think that there's much of a story to be told. I mean, who knows? They could go in the past. You know, loads of people want to see, like, a story about the Marauders. They might show a story about the Marauders of the First Wizarding War. I mean... Yeah. There's loads of places they could go with it. But, like... Why do you... Like, do you really need to know that? Is there really anything interesting that happened in that time? Like, not really. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I just I just don't get it, man. But, yeah, it's just... Well, it, you do you, I guess. Just money. It's all money. Money. Show them my money. We've got to have money. Money. Okay, so, um, speaking of money, Disney... <laughs> um, Disney um, uh, j- released the second trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon. What do you think well, of the trailer? Uh, okay, so I watched the trailer, and it's very. It looks the animation style looks so good. It does. Like it's it's very different to any um, other Disney film, uh, un- uh, apart from one thing. But um, so uh, 
the way like it sets up like don't trust anybody uh, <laughs> and then it's just a baby and monkeys just go it's against a baby. Uh, right baby yeah, yeah it's a baby. it it looks like it, it looked quite funny and there's like quite a lot of action in there that I think like really yeah, works. I love I love the action like yeah. it was like some old uh, like anime type you know like yeah it uh, gives me this kind of samurai vibe and I yeah, really like which I really like because I I really want to watch more samurai films mm, oh definitely uh, there's I don't know like, I, I'm not sure if this is uh, um, a samurai type film I don't no, know I don't know if this is set in the real world but I don't think it is I think this is set in like some fantasy world um, which I don't which I don't mind. Yeah, but, no, me neither. I think that, I think that that makes it like so much yeah, cooler. Like and all the I stuff there. I just love it. Like at. it's um, I, I, let's talk about like the the stuff like that she has. She has a really cool sword. She has a really cool sword. I love her kind of like cloak that she has on. She's got that yeah, little thing that she rides. Amazing. Yeah, I think, and I like the um, the style that was like you know like when. Uh, Raya enters like a building like sideways like you can see her like walking in walking yeah. in and then there's like like a low angle and then she takes a like stuff to fight the other uh, antagonist and it looks pretty cool I yeah mean, well I just think that the animation like just blew me away yeah the animation just amazing and then you know like the fighting it looks like really um like well put and well thought because you know Fighting in uh, in anim- animation is quite hard, you know. Like yeah, definitely. Uh, you gotta think about like what the other characters doing or what this character is doing. And I mean, uh, never know. I mean, they could be using mocap. There are loads of different ways you could, could do it. They could yeah. be using mocap, which is impressive. Like definitely. Uh, yeah. So well, this uh, film stars um, Kelly Marie Tran and, and Aquafina. I just want to say I'm really glad that Kelly Marie Tran is getting like work because. You know, she was. I thought she was excellent in in Star Wars, and obviously she was totally sidelined in that franchise. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that, she, especially after all the bullying and hate that she got online, and I'm glad yeah. that, especially Disney has been the one to like give her another big role, especially after what happened in Episode Nine. But uh, yeah, Episode Nine. Yeah, there was not much for, but Episode yeah. Nine was definitely a film that exists. That was a. That was. Film. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, see, John, I'm roll, I'm rolling with these segues today. I, I'm, I'm brilliant. Um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. We've got some new information about this one. Okay, so there are going to be 300 playable characters, which puts it about three times the amount, uh, around three times the amount of the original game. I think. Um, there will be 23 planets and moons to, that you can explore. So I assume that would be like Tatooine, Naboo, Mustafar, Geonosis, Bespin, Dagobah. Okay, you don't, you don't have to. I'm going to name them all. Um, okay, and then okay. 28 locations. And you'll be able to play the, the campaigns for each film in, in any order. Uh, so that's same as what happened in the original game. You played the first level and then every other game, um, every other level unlocked. Um, and... Uh, a little thing is that they've said that they will like, they're going to extend the roles for some characters. So specifically Finn. Yes. So specifically Finn, who didn't get anything to do in Rise of Skywalker. Apparently, he's going to have like much more to do in the gameplay, which is great. Uh, I love Finn. So. Um, and then yeah, there's going to be other characters going to be more focused because I feel like they've been left out. Definitely. So I'm glad what Lego is doing right now. They're making a video game that will fix something. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm very excited to see because obviously, like the first game is just one of the best Lego games, one of my favorite uh, games like, in general. Oh, uh, it's just it's so fun! Like you do pod races, 
Oh, uh, only for that level. But, like, you go, um, like, builds and stuff, and there was, like, so many references. Oh, definitely. Uh, I went to, um, ages ago, when, when when we were allowed to go into people's houses, I went to my friend's house, and he actually had, he bought um, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga uh, on his Xbox, and we just played, we played all of Episode 1 and Episode 2, and it was amazing. It's such a good game. It holds up. Like, there's actually yeah. a really, really good... Yeah, um, it, it, it feels a bit more engaging because, you know, like, there's a lot happening, um, like, and it just made me, like, got me introduced, like, to other LEGO games, like LEGO Batman 2. Right, exactly. This um, uh, is a certified classic. Yeah, if, if you guys have been around uh, watching the podcast for long enough, you know, we talked about video games in our fourth ever, ever podcast, and I had LEGO Pirates of the Caribbean uh, uh, quite high up as one of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. Um, and uh, our first video game was Halo. Like, oh like yeah, proper... like our first proper game, like on the Xbox, definitely. Um, well, one of the um, uh, there's actually a, a, a video essay, uh, like it's like forty minutes long on YouTube um, by uh, Shea Frillis Productions, uh, who you might know from his Shrek video essays or his Mega Mind video essays. Um, and he did a, f- a 40 minute video on Lego Stars The Complete Saga. I'm going to link it in the description below. It's great. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just pretty excited to play. It's going to be nostalgic. And there's going to be like a lot of things that are going to be referenced from the first game. Like, there's going to be something that could like, be funny. Like, you know, what happened in the first one? Oh, I hope that they. I hope that they keep the death noises. <laughs> you know all the death noises. I hope they keep all of them. Like, like some of those are like in, 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 like perfect. Like the Yoda one is is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, John. Am I, ti- am, I, am I tiring no, you there? No, sorry, <laughs> it's not you. It, it, it's just like a lot of things just have been like I've been gaming and just having fun. But sorry. um eating skittles as well oh nice yeah um yeah and um there's gonna be a lot more characters you know like there could be the mandalorian there's gonna be like there is um, actually uh there'll be dlcs for the mandalorian and for rogue one and solo and the bad batch so that's really cool wow yeah yeah Uh, do you think they're gonna add like characters from the clone wars to they haven't I got an email. They haven't no. They haven't um, said it yet, but um, but I assume so. Um, hey, I got an email about Star Wars. What a coincidence! Amazon is recommending me the Ahsoka book. <laughs> anyway, let's let's talk. We we uh, we touched upon this earlier. Let's talk about the Snyder Cut. So we have a release date, eighteenth of March for the US. It hasn't been announced exactly when it's coming in the UK or when it's um, what it will be on. So it'll be HBO Max in America. We don't know in the UK. I assume it will be the eighteenth or the nineteenth of March, um, and it will probably be on Netflix or something. Whatever it is, this is super excited. They released three um, three posters. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, these posters are super cool. Oh yeah, um, I, they're really. I really like how they're I, kind of self-referential. Like they have like the flag, kind of like the Death of Superman comic, um, the classic uh, cover, and then there's the um, the reel, the film reels um, with Snyder's name on them because obviously this is like his cut, and then um, like a crumbled version of the Justice League logo. It looks great. Yeah, uh, and. Everything that it just leads up to, like you can see, the sex, uh, like 
Snyder, like in the cinema film. Yeah. <laughs> ah. And you. sorry, uh, I just bah just zoned up. Bah. <laughs> uh, like um, you can see Zack Snyder's like in the film, like the, like the, like the film in the poster. Yeah. Like yeah. Like like it's like what it means. Like kind of shows like um, that Zack Snyder's everyone's like was doubting it wasn't real and it was just on the ground. Like yeah. No one could have picked it up, but Zack Snyder did, and um, yeah. So yeah, I, it's I think it, I think it, I think it's going to be great. I mean, obviously, I, I think that um, I'm looking forward to like, the proper marketing boom start. Like, there are some things that I would love to get my hands on, like a, a black suit Superman statue would be amazing. Um, apparently, there's like loads of different stuff coming um, in, in terms of that. Like, I love a I love a poster for the Justice League. Loads of loads of amazing stuff that I'm excited about. Yeah, and uh, and then the, the the merch as well. I'm really excited about that. And Definitely. Then the steel book, Blu-ray, or Ultra oh, yes. HD. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be really interesting to see. And then you know, you know, what would be a cool thing. Like, what is like all the um, the money, or like if you buy the merch, or the um, the things that you uh, buy from watching this film. That that could go towards charity because you yeah, know that would be great. Uh, I d- I unfortunately doubt it because you know it's all these businesses that need money. Yeah, it's, it's it true. would be nice if a fraction of it went to charity. That would be that would be. They nice recently um, on the uh, August Snyder donation fund, they recently exceeded a, their target of fifty thousand, I think, which is great. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, yeah, um, that's really. But yeah, uh, I'm super excited to see what it brings, and obviously we'll be getting a trailer at some point. I think uh, the rumor this is a four-hour film. Four-hour film. Um, the ru- the rumor is that uh, the next trailer will be coming on Valentine's Day. So happy oh. Valentine's Day, Zach. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I don't know what you're thinking. Okay. Okay. That. No. 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 <laughs> Zach. All right. No. 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 Okay. Do you want to talk about One Division? Yeah. Let's let's talk about One Division. Um, One Division episode four. This um, was a super weird episode. This is my favorite episode so far. Yeah, I this, love this. It. Has been like what Marvel has done something different here. They decided to make something uh, unique. Like definitely. Yeah, yeah, because what they've been doing over the years is repetitiveness. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing. It. Apart from Infinity War, Infinity War, yeah, was, Infinity War already broke the mold. Uh, decided to do something different, and it was it was like dark, and, and like something that uh, what Marvel does mean is is like it's going out is on comfort zone. So, like, it's it's going to be like something um, unique, but uh, this is like one of the episodes that makes your change uh, like. It changes your mind about uh, what Marvel's doing, and uh, yeah. So, uh, Tom, what do you think about this episode? This this has been a really good episode. Well, as as we said, uh, as I said in the first couple of episodes, I thought they were all right, a bit gimmicky, but they didn't really do much for me. And then the third episode was better, but this episode, like immediately, so far from home. Like that is the that is the first film to have dealt with the blip, you know, everyone coming back, and it dealt yeah. with it in like a really like you know comedic way. It didn't really, oh yeah, it like didn't really some, like present. Oh yeah, like, I missed you for five years. Yeah, exactly. It didn't I really you, bro, like. Oh, you're torn out. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> but, like, it yeah. had like you know people be like, oh my god, the band are back, like in the middle of a football game. It's like stuff like that. But what? then like, I mean, 
it does. They didn't properly like show like how it it doesn't like you know it can make be. it though like emotional because why well, he missed your relatives for five years? Exactly, It can be super super like catastrophic to people's lives. And the opening scene of this episode, I thought that was incredible. Like immediately, you have Monica Rambeau running around, being like, "What is going on?" And everyone what being is like, going on? Every, everyone oh, being like, "I can't talk oh, to you. I've got to go and find oh, my family." No, like, yeah, stuff just... like that, it was mental. I thought that was incredible. The moment that the Marvel logo started coming on, and the Marvel Studios stuff started happening, I literally sat up and just went, oh my god, that was incredible. Because it, it really was. And then, the whole episode, the It way was quite they... emotional, because, you know, like... Oh, definitely. They decided to use something that, like, the blip as something comedic, but then turn it into something emotional, because that blip could be, the like, the center point of, like... Everything that's going to happen in Phase Four. Exactly, and I'm really happy because in when they did when they did Infinity War with the snap, they when they did Ant Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel, they barely touched on the fact that yeah, you know that they happened. They decided to do something entirely on their own. Exactly, then... like they decided to have films set before Infinity War when you have this opportunity to explore this catastrophic world event. And I think that now that we've got these TV shows, now they've got Phase Four and the blip, you can totally like go into these episodes. And I think these um events and i think that i think that's like the perfect opportunity um yeah. and i thought that you know we got so many answers for so many questions in this in this episode yeah. i thought that sword was going to be the bad guys who were creating this world yeah i in... thought i thought they they were going to do something but then no they uh decided to uh, and this is like super weird level like they're doing it around a town that doesn't exist yes I thought that the fact that Wanda's creating this reality and they confirm and they practically confirm that Wanda's creating this reality, that's so good and I would really like Wanda to yeah. go evil. And I'd love her weird, to be the but, villain. And another thing that this was in New Jersey and uh wait 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 where where was um Captain Marvel where was he training? Was it in New Jersey? Oh god, I've seen Captain Marvel once, I couldn't tell you. But it might not have been. Captain Marvel, sorry, not Captain Marvel, Captain America. Oh, Captain America, yes it was, it was. Yes, so that was quite near... Um... Oh yeah, that's a good point, well done. Um, nice, yeah. uh, nicely spotted. Um... Yeah, so I thought about that, that could be Hydra-related, maybe? Well, I don't know. here's the thing, I don't want to, I don't want there to be a villain. Not really, I want yeah, a villain... No, 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 I don't want a villain, but... I want the villain to be Wanda. Because... Yeah, same. I think it would be perfect if Wanda became the villain and then Vision died. I mean, obviously there was that shot at the end with Vision like dead with the hole yeah, in his head. I, yeah, that oh, was incredible. We'll talk about that scene. That, okay, that was um, so good. Um, but yeah, like, and then what if Wanda was the vi- villain in Doctor Strange two? That would be an amazing progression of her character. Because oh, you yeah, know, no, that would be great. Like, uh, in, like character development, and then she's gonna bring back. Dead people in the multiverse madness. Oh right, my God, that would be heck? interesting. Right, okay. Think about um, think about Dark Phoenix. X Men did Dark Phoenix twice, and they didn't exactly get it right both times. And you know, this could be the opportunity to do like a, a, a hero gone bad, like properly. You know, like really, really well. And I think you know, there's loads of good opportunities for that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I love this episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, they, they, uh, so um, so the cool thing is is that. Um, they brought about like a character from Thor. I yes. forgot her name already. Darcy. Uh, sorry, Darcy. 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 Yeah, and uh, brought her back and uh, and like doing all the stuff and then. Well, yeah, this episode. Then, and then the cool thing, the cool detail, and uh, what's the FBI guy? Uh, uh, Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Jimmy Woo. So he uh, when he introduced himself, to the Darcy, card trick. He had the card. 
He does a card trick from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, okay, so this episode brought back, obviously, Darcy, Jimmy, and um, Monica Rambeau, and confirmed that Maria Rambeau was dead, which I think is quite sad, because I thought Lasagna Lynch as Maria Rambeau was one of my favourite parts of Captain Marvel. I think all the yeah, side characters in the I films are great. Yeah, I felt she was, like, engaging, like, yeah. saying that drives the plot more because for, for the character of Captain Marvel, but... Yeah, it's sad yeah, that she just I died thought... like that. Um, yeah. I hope that Captain Marvel finds out in some kind of capacity. Um, but yeah, I don't want to say, I, I love this episode, however, I didn't like, again, like, bringing it back into the MCU, and I've never been a huge fan of the MCU dialogue. I don't really like the dialogue, mm. especially the ones yeah. they give to Darcy. Dialogue I think, is a bit empty. Yeah, it's like... like it's there's like, not much to develop from... Like, going from one conversation to the other, it feels and it like just feels, it feels, it feels like they're trying to do, like, like they, they really want to do these jokes. It's like, Darcy was always a pretty annoying character in Thor and Thor 2, but she's still quite annoying, which is, like, you know... Quite annoying, like, oh, give me some coffee! Yeah, exactly, how does a girl get a, a, some coffee around here? Oh, I'm so funny and quirky. Ha <laughs> ha, like, no, ah! be quiet. Sorry. Yeah, it, uh, was, it, was, it was comedy genius. And then... And then Jimmy was like, "Oh yeah, uh, Wanda got pregnant," <laughs> and then uh, and then Darcy was like, oh, "Do you want one?" And then like, uh, yeah, 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 I would like one. And then just, it was yeah, a it's shit. like, oh, huh. I want a little little Jimmy, and it's like, oh, be quiet, please, let us not even watch the episode. We just yeah. watch the episode, please. Shut the heck up. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, the cool, cool montage was like, um, Jimmy was like writing down the questions, like, "Is Vision dead?" Why was a hexagonal shape around the town, and uh, and that's quite cool. So I agree. Uh, like what the like it's making us like the audience think even more about the the situation outside the fake town. So, yeah, I, I reckon the next episode is going to go back inside the sitcom. We'll do the eighties episode or what, or maybe they will cut between it because you know who, who knows. Um, oh, do you? Yeah, that'll be cool. Like it's going to be. 80s, but then modern. Like, it's going to be fused, but, like, exactly. out of order. You know do, what I do mean? Do you think that, um... So, when it comes to S.W.O.R.D., do you think S.W.O.R.D. is going to act as the new S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, like, you know, there hasn't been a S.H.I.E.L.D. now since practically, I guess, Age of Ultron, kind of. So you know, they kind of want to establish something, and I think that'd be interesting. I thought of a really interesting pitch for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it involves and, them um, working with the, the government. And I, and I think, you know, that, you know, this kind of thing has to be re-established. In terms of the universe, like, you know, without S.H.I.E.L.D., practically everything went to shit, like, without S.H.I.E.L.D. So, like, I feel like they do kind of need them. Yeah. And, uh, with, uh, so... And then throughout the episode, we, we kind of say, like, what um, Jimmy and, like, Darcy, but they're trying to send a message, but then it failed. And then the cool thing is about the TV screens, like, when Wanda's going to change something, like, when something's bad happening, she changes, like, on the screen, like, there's, like, a accidental cut on um, on the TV, and it's, it's weird, so... Yeah, it was like they were having the same reactions that we were. It's like when she mentions Pietro, they were like, oh my god, she just mentioned Ultron, and it's like, that is exactly what I thought when I watched the episode. Yeah. Like, it was she, like I was watching other... Ultron? Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like then, I was watching uh, other people doing the same thing that I did. Uh, and then, uh, so the same, same thing happened, uh, jo no, not Geraldine, I was about to say Geraldine, I don't know why I was about to say the name, but uh, one barrel, she got 
um, kicked out. She of, did. Yeah, she, she literally did. She was. Oh, like, I love that. I think Wanda, like obviously Wanda becoming a villain. Oh, that's that's such a cool idea to me. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. Like decided to change something like a villain, uh, a hero that you know, like that was going against Thanos, and then yeah, now she's like the villain, and then. The scariest part of this episode was like when like Vision was coming back home, and it was like you know like the episode that we saw, it like last week. Um, but then this one's just different. Like when Vision was like, "Oh, where's Geraldine?" and then we turn to Vision, and my God, he's dead. That was amazing. It, that, it, yeah. it it's like you know they kind of they had some scenes like that in in the trailer, and and it it, it looked. It looks like you know creepy, and it it gave lasting consequences. You know, like it felt like okay. Let's say they ended it at Endgame. It felt like she just got over it off screen, and I'm glad that you know they're actually giving. I don't think Vision's going to survive this show. I think by the yeah. end he will be dead for good, and that's what yeah. will tip Wonder over the edge. And this is messed up because she is puppeteering Vision, like doing what the moves that what she thinks Vision is doing, but then she's puppeteering the whole town, and then, and, uh, this is going to be, one heck of a show, because, yeah, I'm very excited to see where it goes, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm optimistic, I guess, about it. Yeah, this is like, a turning point, like, episode four, is a turning point for all of us. Like, well, it's nearly, it's nearly halfway through, I think there's nine episodes in the show, and I think this is halfway through. Oh my god! And then it's gonna be like other cameos that's gonna be coming in the show. Maybe yeah, there are uh, there like, are rumors. Uh, maybe Ultron. Oh, that would if, be cool. That would be very cool. But you, you know. know, like when uh oh, that could be a Halloween. Oh, you know, there's like a Halloween party. Yes. In, what if Ultron comes back like that? Oh yeah. Well, I think you're exactly right. There's loads of really exciting opportunities going forward. Yeah, and oh, and then. The weird thing is, is that uh, Agnes, she doesn't have an ID. No, right, okay, so it it looks, apparently, a lot of people are speculating that she is, you know, the witch, um, and that she's oh, doing something, yeah. which I hope not. I hope not. Because, you know, I think that Marvel could, you know, like, it can move beyond just having, like, a regular antagonist. Like, you know, they can have, like, heroes, like, be... Not per like you can have like you can have society be the the antagonist. Do a Joker where like you know the hero isn't exactly like or, well not the hero but the protagonist isn't exactly the best person and that you know you as a viewer are questioned in your championing in your following and empathizing with these characters. I I generally think that you know if you just add a witch in there if you blame it all on her then I don't know there's just less. It's not as interesting. Yeah, and uh, with everything, like, it, it's new, like, um, and the cool detail about this is that when when an object or a human being that goes through this uh, force field, the um, the style changes, and the weird thing is, is that uh, when, like, one is, like, changing the time period, like, throughout this episode, this, like, comes back, like, um, madness of multi... Uh, Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Did it again. The sixth time! <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just crazy how um, 
they saw everything through about this, like, not rather having, like, oh, here we have the hero, here we have the villain, and uh, there's the character development, oh, done. But no, this is going to be exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, any any last words to say? Um, I'm, I'm just quite sad there wasn't a commercial in the show. Right, I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense, though. <laughs> there wasn't one. Um, yeah, and uh, and the music, Wonder, Wonder Vision. I don't know. How <laughs> I still don't know how you remember that music. That music straight over my head. Um, you know, I haven't really found any like anything to grasp onto this music yet. Hopefully, yeah. I will. Um, yeah, let's. Okay, so let's let's move on. Um, okay, on to the, our main segment of the day. We are talking about movie franchises that lasted too long. So you know, we're talking about films that you know, started good, might maybe even had decent sequels, uh, but by this point are dead and empty and not at all what they used to be. Um, we'll start off by talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, do you want to start off with this one? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean? Ah, uh, yes. Our, like, favourite, like, uh, this was one of, like, my childhood, like, childhood favourite, yeah. Yeah, like, you've seen Captain Jack Sparrow, just like, aha, you would never catch me, and then it's just, like, pretty cool. The Two soundtrack. Captain oh, Jack Sparrow's and a banana. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be an uh, inside That's joke. That's an inside joke that no one will understand. Yeah, no one will understand, uh, with, because of Pirates Pir- of the Caribbean. And then we just got into sword fights because of that, but we didn't sing, oh, we did sing, uh, sing, sh- uh, sea shanties like the, uh, <laughs> we dead. did we did yeah we used yes. to love it um uh, yeah yeah now go on there's two more yes okay so the the, the first film like well, i think the, the first pirates of the caribbean film was doomed to fail like they're making a film based off a ride ridiculous but it's one of the best like swashbuckling action adventure films ever like it's incredible. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful film. Like I rewatched the tr- the first trilogy uh, last year um, in the summer, and it's brilliant. The first one holds up so well. And then obviously they made um, Dead Man's Chest and At World's End, which are both pretty good. I don't think they're nearly as good as the first one, but they're both pretty good. They continue the story fairly well. But then uh, uh, four and five on Stranger Tides and Salazar's Revenge, or for you in America, Dead Man Tell No Tales. They're just yes. What what? What? Why are they continuing? Like, it just felt like... They uh, just, just keep it as a trilogy. Just keep be- it as a trilogy. They're beating... No, they're beating... mermaids and dead people. What? They are beating Harold the, the horse again. Oh, Harold the horse. They're beating but... Harold the horse. God dang. No, Harold the horse. Please. It felt like they were just trying, like... You know, they were like, okay, so we've got this. We've got Johnny Depp. Everyone likes Johnny Depp uh, in, in this performance. You know, people love it as, as children. You know, they always make loads of money. So let's keep on making them. And, and what they did uh, is they were like, let's bring in this stuff. And even like Salazar's Revenge, the fifth one, they were like, let's show Zach Jack Sparrow's origin story. Let's bring back Will Turner's kid and Will Turner himself. Let's set up Davy Jones to return at the end. And it's like, but- what? Where's where's Johnny Depp gonna be back? Dave Jones. No, this is messes up everything. It it reduces this. It doesn't just reduce the stakes of the earlier films because because then now you know that it doesn't none of it matters. It also yeah. you know it messes 
it messes with that, like, really bittersweet kind of beautiful ending of the third film, you know, where it's like, Will and Elizabeth don't get to be together b because he has a duty. And then they just undo it. They undo all the stakes of the third film. You know, someone has to be the Davy Jones of the sea. And at the end, it becomes Will Turner. And he changes things for the good. But then they just bring him back and they use whatever, Poseidon's trident to, like, to to fix him. And it... Yeah. And then they add more characters and then... And um, the jokes. I'm sorry. The first three films were genuinely kind of funny, you know? Like, the first one's hilarious. The second two oh, are also pretty like funny. Um, oh, I forgot those two. Um, Raggetti and Pintle. Yeah. They're just wearing the boat and then, <laughs> like, read the Bible and like, you can't read the Bible. It's the Bible. Well, you get credit for trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think there's some really good stuff. And then after that, it's... Uh, it just goes it's, downhill. It's laughably bad, you know? Yeah. Like... But, uh, but here's the thing. Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow, you know, like, kind of carries it. You know, he's got... Oh, his definitely. body's aching, like, with carrying just the thing, and then... Um, definitely. Yeah. I think he's definitely still the best part in it, you know? He has some... I think he has some great lines and some great moments, and, you know... But they do some really odd things, like, they make Barbosa. Uh, a king's, like, servant, like, do you remember that? Barbosa was, like, part of, like, the king's army. Yes. It, 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 it was, like, what, what? And they had Elton John play a character, I think he played, like, he played, like, Jack Sparrow's uncle or something. Oh, no, it wasn't Elton John, it was, uh, it was, um, Paul McCartney, I think. What? Wait, what? Yeah, in the fifth film, Paul McCartney plays, like, Jack's uncle or something. I... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's literally, I don't blame you for not remembering. There's not much to remember. I didn't know that Paul McCartney was in it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the one thing that annoys me uh, is that... Um, Mr. Gibbs... Um, so he was in four, but then where is he in five? Was he not in five? I don't think he was in five. What? I feel like I remember. I feel like I remember him being in five. I don't remember him being in five. Really? That's weird. Well, five was this like like they introduced Barbosa's daughter and stuff. Like it felt like they were just being like. Let's throw everything in this film and hope it works, you know? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, this went on for a bit. A little bit long, but not as long as the other franchises, but, <laughs> you know, like, there's five films and you got two of these films that are downright terrible, but, you know, there's mermaids and there's dead <laughs> Cool. But, um, yeah. No, he's in it. Mr. Gibbs is in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in the fifth one, yeah. Oh, I did You fool! Um, what? Okay, right, let's... let's I've got this condition. <laughs> Stop, John, I I've told you about this. Stop beating Harold the horse. It's really bad for your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Was that an impression of Harold the horse? <laughs> okay, nice. Um, okay, all right. Let's talk about let's talk about Die Hard. All right. 
Like, um, die hard! Die hard! Um, okay, let me tell you. First film, brilliant. Incredible. Top uh, tip, masterpiece. Best, exploded, one of the, one of the best Christmas films ever. Oh, it is a Christmas it's, film. It's, it's one of the best Christmas films ever. Yes, of course. Oh, yes. Whoever argues with us, it is a Christmas film because it's got Christmas music, it's got Christmas trees, it's got everything it's, that's it's like set at Christmas. Christmas. Christmas and is part a Christmas of the plot. Rap. There's a there's a Christmas rap. <laughs> there, what, there is a Christmas rap. It's true. There is. Like yeah. when he turns on the radio. Do 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 do. It was December twenty fourth. Yeah, it's yeah. I know it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like haven't you got any Christmas music? This is Christmas music, man. Um, but yeah, uh, have you seen any of the Die Hard films? No. Wow. Okay. Okay. So right. Okay. So it's Die Hard is very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean. The first oh, one, God. the first, oh, the God. first one's amazing. The second one isn't quite good, but it's still decent. The third one is probably better than two, but not as good as one. And the fourth one is bad. What were they thinking? And the fifth one. Oh my God. Who who came up with the idea to make the fifth one? So in the in the in the fourth and fifth one. I'll just just explain because I'm not. Okay, so in the fourth one, John McClane's daughter gets kidnapped, and he has to um, and he has to like save her. And there's loads of like technology technology stuff going on. God, this is take it over again, (laughs) right? You know how in the first film, like he gets hurt like so much, like at the end he's like covered in blood, like. Oh his, yeah, his, like, like climbing the building. Exactly, like stuff. he steps on all the glass. It's stuff like that. And then in the fourth one, he literally like drives a car down an elevator shaft and then jumps out of it and he's fine. Um, well, and then in the fifth well, one, wait, 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 an elevator shaft. An elevator shaft. He drives a car down an elevator shaft. In fact, I might be wrong about that. I've only seen it once, and it was a long time ago. Um, just assume that I'm right because you know how um, how is that how does that work? Yeah, exactly. How? It was a big one. Yeah. Um, or maybe was that was big. maybe that was no, that was definitely the fourth one. Um, but the it, fifth one, it, right? Oh, that, 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 yeah. <laughs> In the fifth one, uh, he goes to Russia, right, to save his son. His son is like his son is played by Jai Courtney. You know, Captain Boomerang and um, jo- of course, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and. <laughs> And there's a scene where there's a car again, and it's it smashes through like three stories of a building, right? And they fall like alongside the car, and they don't break their legs or their back or anything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right? Uh, this week, this week, um, Fast and Furious. Uh, right, is, it's uh, like Fast and Furious, but vertically. Like when they jump across the um, buildings, it's like that, but vertically. Um, it's vertically. It, oh my god! Yeah, like they fall down instead of across. Um, oh, what the heck? It, it feels like one of those things, right? Where um, the first film is like one man against like a, whole, a load of terrorists, and it's like the biggest thing that he will ever do, and it's like really intense. And then the second one. He does it again, alright, and the third one he does it again, but he teams up with Simon L. Jackson. And then the fourth and fifth one, why is this one guy always the guy who, like, has to save the day? Like, it it just reduces the stakes of the first film. In the first film, you're like, oh my god, is he going to survive? In the second one, you're like, okay, he's probably going to survive. In the third one, he's like, yeah, he's going to survive. And then all the others, like, there's no question whether he will survive or die, you know? I was legit looking forward to, to Die Hard 6, because we might have actually seen John McClane finally die. 
die hard. Uh, sorry, um, I had to say it again. Die hard. It's fine. But, uh, it's fine. Yeah, but that that sounds that sounds very insane. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Yep. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, it's. 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 Yep. This makes uh, the Do first people... oh. go on. This makes the Fast and Furious uh, physics more sense, you know. Uh, it does. Um, well, I mean, to people at home, watch the first film, uh, watch the third one, you know, that's about it, really. Yeah. Right! Alright, okay, to... so, the next one is Terminator. Okay, right. Let me tell you. The first two are masterpieces. Absolutely They're, brilliant. You go through a series of like so many, uh, like so much. Like there's so much going on, but it's so good. The it action, like that when he's when the uh, the Terminator uh, in the second one, like driving down and. Um, and then it's so much different because you've got a Terminator that protects you, like, protects uh, John, uh, and then just driving down and then, like, shooting with this really cool shotgun. And then, ah, oh, it's, it's so good. The it, soundtrack. Yeah, that, oh, bam, there, um, there are some amazing, like, set pieces <laughs> in all this. The first film is like a, a horror thriller where, like... Oh, yeah, you know, it is like, like a type of horror thriller. Like, Kyle and when, Sarah are legit, like struggling to get away from this Terminator. Like, even after they blow it up, it comes back. And, like, you know, they blow it up again, and, and it still crawls after Sarah. Like, it it's this mean killing mean killing machine. That rhymed. Um, yeah. And, and the second it, it, like, one... There's, like, incredible scenes, like, when uh, Termi- uh, when the Terminator was about to kill Sarah Connor. Like, in that club scene, where it's slow motion. Yes, right, exactly. The oh, that is, like, the best scene... Like that, like um, introduces the Terminator. It really uh-huh. does, uh, and and you know, like other things, like the second film, like a huge twist. You think that the the T eight hundred is going to kill John Connor, but he's actually been sent to save John Connor, and the T one thousand is liquid metal. Like, what an amazing twist for the second film. Yeah, like, like everyone knows it and kind of overlook it, but it is incredible. Yeah, like two Terminators who think, wait. Why the two Terminators? Are they are they going to kill John Connor at the same time? Because well, that would be messed up. Because, remember, you, know, you don't even know that the T one thousand is a Terminator until he fights the T one T eight hundred, and the T one thousand. You know when in the shopping mall, like when this, uh, like uh, the liquid Terminator was yeah. about to kill uh, him, but then T eight hundred came in with a shotgun yes. and just said uh, he has the he has the you know the the packet of roses and he like throws the gun out in slow motion. He uh, goes get down, <laughs> like absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, and there's like so much detail about this, like when um, the liquid Terminator, you know, like when it shoots, you know, like a lot of people blink, but then the actor had to not to force to like not to blink while shooting because that kind of shows like the terror like yes right um it like that's the terminal like both terminators are terrifying but like when the t-1000 like kills his stepdad and he like puts a like a blade straight through his mouth 
um, in Terminator yeah. 2. Like, so these things are incredible. And the thing about the first two films is they're a closed loop, you know? The Terminator sends... The, the Skynet sends a Terminator back in time, right, to kill John Connor. But yeah. if they never sent a Terminator back in time, John Connor would never be born because Kyle Reese would never be sent in time. But if they never sent a Terminator back in time, Skynet would never be created because the arm would never be found in the factory. And all this stuff, it's a closed loop, and it's perfect. And then they yeah, made a third one, a fourth loop. one, a si- fifth one, and a sixth one. Why? <laughs> you know, let me tell you, the emotion in these films, like... Um, like, the series that what you go to with Sarah Connor, like, the visions that she has. Yeah, oh, so and sad. And then, the, the relationship between the, t- the T-800 and John Connor. Yeah, like, and then the when, T-800 has to sacrifice himself at the end, uh, which is wonderful. Uh, no, the emotions. Uh, and he puts his thumb up. Oh, brilliant. Um, uh, when, when he put the thumbs up. Uh, okay. It's, it's the, And then they made more. Uh, like, sorry. okay, how many of the others have you seen? Sorry? How many of the others have you seen? Uh, none. But I've seen the third one that links to the second okay, one. Okay, so you've seen Dark Fate. Yes. Have you seen Genesis? Yes. Okay, so I'll, I'll briefly explain to you what the third and fourth one. So the third one basically follows John Connor and another Terminator comes to him and his future wife. And they are um, uh, stalked by the TX, which is... Um, uh, a Terminator who is metal with liquid metal over her uh, and she is a female body and some of the stuff that, like, there's a scene where she gets pulled over by um, by, by a cop and she makes her boobs bigger. Like, just just because. like <laughs> Just because. because and the- and the, um, I think the T-800, when he comes in, he, he walks into a strip club and, and he, like, he he takes the clothes of a male stripper. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. And then at the end of the film, you know, the end of the film argues that Judgment Day is is inevitable. And so therefore, it everything, you know, um, the war comes and, and you know, the world ends. Uh, and yeah. then uh, it, it terminated Salvation, which is a hot, steaming mess. Christian Bale as... Um, John Connor, and there's like a, there's a... That was supposed to be a trilogy, you know? So they were supposed to make another trilogy, a Terminator Salvation trilogy, but Terminator Salvation was so bad that they didn't make it. Instead, they made Genesis, right? So you've seen Genesis, right? Oh, God, not Genesis. Uh... I genuinely think the Genesis, the first half of Genesis, is really, really good. Like, the idea that Kyle Reese goes back to... goes to the past, and then it's actually, like, changed, and the reality that, like, he's expecting is different, and that they're actually prepared for him. But then they go to the future, and John Connor is Terminator, and Matt Smith's in it. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh god. Um, okay. Uh, and then we have Dark Fate. Um, yes. Oh my god. Okay, okay. L- l- listen, I enjoyed the film. It was Yeah, good. me too, me too. I enjoyed it, but the most annoying thing that was so annoying was when the first opening minutes like oh uh John Connor's dead um yeah yeah they, they really they really went bold with that didn't they and that's yeah. why those people hated it I mean I mean like Terminator Salvation was supposed to start a trilogy it didn't Genesis was, spart- was supposed to start a trilogy it didn't Dark Fate was supposed to start a trilogy they wanted to do three 
Terminator trilogies. That's right, John. Three. There could potentially be twelve. There could be twelve Terminator films on in an alternate timeline. Twelve. And they didn't because they really couldn't get him off the ground because they make these weird choices. And it's always with John Connor as well. They make John Connor a Terminator. They just kill John Connor. It just feels really strange and, and disingenuous to the spirit of the franchise. Yeah. And, yeah, because when I was opening it, I was like, oh, yeah, there's, there's the Terminator. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, um, I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I think, uh, like, you know, the rest of the film I mean, isn't... Sure, doesn't, sure, they decided to kill t- t- John. It just... Connor. Oh, my, you're dead. Oh. John's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been killed. Oh, no. <laughs> my final I'm gonna have word. To, I'm going to have to find a new, a new co-host. Uh, my final words. Meat. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Why, God, why? <laughs> it's okay. We have Poetry John, who can be the, co- the co-host instead. Ah, uh, yes. Thus, therefore, I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, should we talk about our final franchise? Yes. Oh, no, no, wait. Well, let's get what? our thoughts about Dark Fate. Like, okay. Uh, right. Like, the, the franchise. I'll let you the do The Terminator it. franchise. Um, went too long. Decided to have three trilogies. Um, what the heck? Sure. Decided to get everything for Dark the Fate. Moment, the moment that James Cameron stopped making films was the moment that it all went, like, badly, you know? Like, he was obviously the director of the first two films, and those were the really successful ones, because he understands it a lot better than anyone else did, clearly. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I, I think that goes through, and... Yeah, so I would say it went for too long. Definitely. Yeah, but Dark Fate, Dark Fate just makes a little bit better, you know. Yeah, I think Dark Fate is better than a lot of the other sequels, but I mean, I like. Okay, it's not so better than the first two. Yeah, no, like for example, I showed, I you know, my girlfriend was we were trying to figure out what to watch like ages ago, and we decided to watch Terminator. And then we watched Terminator 2, and I was like, there is no point in watching Terminator 3 or 4 or 5 or 6. Like, there's really no point. We just watched the first two. And that is really all anyone needs to watch. Anyone who's watching, if you haven't seen Terminator, watch the first two. There is really no point in watching the others. You know, there's not much there that, like, builds off the franchise in any, like, in any, like, good way. Like, they build on it, but it doesn't really, like, it, it feels, as I said, disingenuous to the characters. Yeah. Um, mm. So, that's our thoughts about the um, franchise of the Terminator. And now, on to the next franchise. The final franchise is Jurassic Park. So... <laughs> there is five, soon to be six, Jurassic Park films. Um, I mean... Okay, let's just... Which fix? Let's just... Oh, yeah! I remember now. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first one. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, it's... it's wonderful. It takes... Oh. It ages like a fine wine. It's you wonderful. You know, like... Oh, like, it, it isn't my top ten films, but, oh, it's just... Oh, it, it's incredible. The music, the, I, like, it, everything that goes the through. Effects, the effects, just act- like the... It, it, it's, it's a wonderful thriller you know, adventure film. Yeah. 
and uh, like the the acting. Let me tell you, the acting is very hard in this film because you don't know what the dinosaurs look like because they're edited in. But like the art, uh, with the props and everything that goes through with the dinosaurs, like oh, it's just a magical. The like, dinosaurs feeling. look great. I mean. There are some like incredibly like tense sequences, like where the raptors uh, chase the kids in the kitchen. <clears throat> like that stuff is groundbreaking, and even today it still looks like amazing. You know, and even like the film isn't just like a fun like you know throwaway film. It has like stuff at the heart of it. You know, it it's about a man learning that he wants to become a father. You know, you know, it's yeah. it's not just about Jeff Goldblum lying down and looking sexy. You know. It is about things beyond that, and it's great. And then you've got yeah. the sequels. Um, what do you think of The Lost World? Um, I, don't, I can't remember what happened, really, but, um, I mean, yeah, I... Uh, so Malcolm, he was in it. He was, um, yes. Uh, and then there was the company that was trying to take the dinosaurs into... Um, New York, not New York, um, Los Angeles, no. I think it's, um... San Francisco? I, I want to say San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, I would say that as well. And, um, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I enjoyed it. I don't know, but it just felt a bit weird, to be honest. Well, like, it's also directed by Steven Spielberg, so, like, it is, you know, like, he understands it, um... And it is definitely one of the best of the sequels. But it just, like, it feels like, why are we doing this again? You know, like, what's, what is really the point? It feels like just more, like, dinosaur action followed by a Godzilla tribute. You know? Yeah. Uh, 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 there was, like, a lot of other things that happened. Um, like... Uh, there was great sequences, but... Um... Yeah, there are some really cool sequences, like when they are hanging off the the edge of the cliff in the van, and they have a baby T-Rex. That's awesome. But, like, beyond that, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, it, it, it didn't meet, lead me uh, as an impact, you know, like, um, something that um, made me remember the film. I don't know. It just felt a bit... Uh, weird, to be honest, but... It, it does. It doesn't feel like, you know, it really takes... Like, obviously, there's, there's a second island and all that. It doesn't really take anything in, like, new directions. But then, Jurassic Park 3. Oh, boy. Talking Raptor. Oh, Talking Raptor. Yeah, that, that, was, that was super strange, weird. That was a strange scene. Um, that was like a fever dream. It Jesus. really was. Jurassic <laughs> Park 3 is just, like, so weird that, like, you know, they're doing it all again. And, you know, it's like, there are some cool sequences, again, like, with, like, they're, when they're flying on the pterodactyls, but it's not, like, really that special, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, um, yeah, it didn't leave me as impact, but there was, like, cool dinosaurs, I guess. In... <laughs> Yay! I like the dinosaurs! Dinosaurs! Yeah. Wow! Uh, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, that didn't leave me as... Uh, as much as remembered, but, um, and then there was, like, flying pterodactyls. There was, yeah, they fly, they, they yeah. flew with the, I mean, cool scene, but that's, like, that's stupid. The, the pterodactyls would eat you. You know when they eat the woman in Jurassic World? The pterodactyls oh, would yeah. eat you. Oh, God. And then, oh, yeah, now we got to, wait, was there, was there another one before? No, it's Jurassic World next. 
Jurassic World, yes. I think that... the first Jurassic World is probably the best sequel so far. Actually, like, you you're right. It's yeah. it's it's fun, but it it's not really about anything. Okay, know? so let me tell you the uh, Jurassic World. I thought uh, okay, it's not it's not going to be good as the first one, but it's enjoyable. I mean, it you is got enjoyable. Chris Pratt, the wonderful Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt at, got... the, at the height of his fame. Mm, yeah, like, I didn't know him as much, but then when I watched Guardians, I knew him, but... Uh, yeah, well, he had a great year. I think that yeah, Ju- yeah. Jurassic World <laughs> came out in 2015. So in the space of a year, he did Guardians of the Galaxy, the Lego movie, and um, Jurassic Park, which essentially made him a household name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I think uh, Jurassic, Jurassic World, is, it, it's fun. But it doesn't really have anything to say. It doesn't really do anything. Like it, it, it kind of doesn't fit in, like with the magic, like the magic with the first one, because the the first one was like uh, more about like the idea of like dinosaurs in the park, like in a massive park. Right. But uh, I but mean, it, you, you could it, say obviously, like the, the 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 Jurassic World is all about like the corporate synergy and you know s- corporations taking advantage of Richard Hammond's ideas with all the dinosaurs. And yeah. that is essentially what the film is. It's co- it's studios, like, taking advantage of, you know, this, like, franchise that people love. And then you get to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Just just a weird, okay. just hey, a weird film. I like I like this. I like this. Um, um, I thought there was, like, really good sequences in there, especially with the, the, the terror... Uh, what was the dinosaur? I don't the, know. The, the, the raptor. The raptor the, slash... The scary one. Ah, uh, yes, the scary one. <laughs> uh, and then fused together, but then the, it was like going in the in the bedroom, and that was yes. kind of cool. There were some cool horror sequences, but like, okay, so like the film starts to like, the, the island's about to explode, and like all these people are trying to get like dinosaurs um, off the island, and it's... It's like it's half comedy and half like action and half like tragedy. Like it's such a weird like blend of loads of different um, genres. Like you know, like one second you've got Chris Pratt like being like, "Oh, the lava's getting so close to me! Oh, I gotta gotta, gotta run!" And then you've got like him running like like running off the edge of a cliff, and then like he gets shroud- surrounded in volcanic ash. But no, he's fine. And then you you watch a, a dinosaur crying for help as the fire like moves close to it, like yeah, what? Yeah, man, it's so weird. Like it's te- like uh, when I watched it in what twenty eighteen, I remember being like, that is so harrowing. Like watching and the so dinosaur dark, being like, like, help me, and they're all watching it, and then it gets burnt to the crisp. It's like what? Jeez, oh, and then there's that girl, you know, the, the girl who's oh, a clone. That, that girl who was a, who, who was a... at the oh my god! At the end, right? She they decide oh, yeah, like, they yeah, decide they're like me. We, like me. We have to we have to kill all the dinosaurs because obviously we can't let them like escape. And then she go, and then she lets them go, and she's like, "Oh, they're just like me." And they're like, "No, you've just let free loads of dinosaurs on the earth. They're gonna kill everyone." You know. My God, I, I mean, um, like, are you? Let me get 
a sequel. Yeah. Are you even excited? Obviously, the sequel is going to bring back um, Mal- Ian Malcolm and um, Ellie Sattler and and Doct- and and Alan Grant. Are you excited about that? No. No. Like, what's the point? Jeff Goldblum in in um, Fallen Kingdom. He's in like two scenes like, where he's talking. Hey, uh, you know dinosaurs. Uh... Welcome to Jurassic Earth, everybody. I'm in here for the trailers. I'm at the end. <laughs> I'm at the end. Yay. Oh, it's Yay. so stupid, man. Wasn't there a post-credit yeah. scene as well? Sorry? Wasn't there a post-credit scene as well? N- no idea. I, th- I think there was a post-credit scene for um, Fallen Kingdom. I think it, oh, wasn't, it really? was something to do with pterodactyls. I can't remember. Yeah. Huh. So, well, I mean, uh, that's... Yeah, so- Jurassic Park uh, franchise that went for too long, too long. Definitely, um, it all went for too long, man. It all went for too long, longer than, um, longer than the um, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, if you include the Hobbit, maybe not. And the Hobbit. Um. um but yeah, uh, that's that's the movie franchises that lasted too long. Uh, just half an hour of complaining, pretty much. Um, right, uh, should we talk about some weekly viewings? Yes, weekly viewings. What have you, what have you watched, John? I sound, like I, watched, I sound like I'm doing a poo. Sorry. I watched the Back to the Future trilogy. Oh, did you? Yes. Nice. I forgot how good it was. Oh, like, it's amazing. Super duper good. Like, the timeline with everything, like, different timelines. And, like, think about other ones. Oh, it's just, oh, just... Maybe like you know this is great. The best cinema, like the best trilogy of like in cinema, like <laughs> you know, you've got everything. Like well, okay, got... I'm I'm interested. Um, you did you watch them all in one go or like across days? Uh, not all in one go, but like individually, like yeah. Because okay. um, yeah. I uh, last year I went to the cinema and I watched them all in a row, and oh my oh, god, it was. But, but, I gotta ask you, but was the experience different? That, it like, was. Did... It was great. The first one's great. The second one is also great. I love it. I love the one at the end where they where he reads the letter and the guy's like, "Hey, kid, need any help?" And he's like, "There's only one man who can save me." And then it's like, oh, and then and, and then it cuts to the end I, of the first film, and Doc goes like, "Yay!" And then Marty runs. He's like, "Doc, I need your help." He's like, "What, Marty? Great. I just Scott. I just sent you back to the future." He's like, "Yeah, I know you didn't know, Doc, but I'm back." I'm back from the future. He goes, great, Scott! Like, and then it ends with that trailer for the third film. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah. I do feel it, like... It, um, it's a, like, masterclass of, like, the time travel, like, definitely. love, with, like, music, and... Oh, yeah. Uh, the, and the, the sets. Oh, the sets are brilliant. The, yeah. the, I love the Earth Angel scene in Back to the Future 1. Like, oh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like, it, it's so steeped in tension, and the oh, way that, like... I, I love the scene when uh, George was like, hey... You don't mess with. <laughs> hey, you get your damn then, hands off her. Yeah, it's and brilliant. then Biff was like, uh, like torturing like George. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think George <laughs> McFly was like the most satisfying scene. Like George punches Biff. Yeah, and oh, who's that guy? That's George McFly. Or, or in the second one where um they keep on punching him, and that guy's <laughs> like, hey, you just take that guy's wallet. I think he took his wallet. You know that guy, that one guy who's like. <laughs> I think he's took his wallet. It's brilliant. Oh, is that the guy who performs CPR? 
Yeah. Uh, hey guys, don't worry. I know CPR. What CPR? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't invented that time. It wasn't. No. Um. Well, well. Okay. What do you think of the third film? Because a lot of people don't like the third film as much. I loved it. I listen. I love it in every way because it's it's old western style. Um, and mixed with like with time travel and everything, but like um, it, it it's different. I, it, I, yeah, I love it. it. Is. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, and oh, the ending! I love the ending. Right, um, I'm not sure on the ending. You know, like yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because the kids are so creepy. You know, like Doc oh, Two kids. Oh, kids! Yeah, they're super, they're, super creepy. They're terrifying. Hey. Do you like to? <laughs> that, that one kid's pointing at his penis. It's very strange. Oh, it's, what the heck? It's um, very strange. Uh, oh, but no, I love above the the thing that really stuck with me was like you know like when you told me about like there was a different actress for like uh, for Jennifer. Yes. Uh, yeah. I must say okay. I I prefer the first actor. But oh my god, oh my god, right? Okay, watching it at the cinema. Um, Crispin Glover, right, who played George in the first film, he's not, yeah. in, the, he's not in the second two, um, because, uh, they, they recast him, right? Yeah. Oh my god, the masks that the actors wear on the big screen in HD, terrifying. Absolutely I'm... terrifying, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. They look like gremlins or something it's so oh my weird God. yeah it, it's not right um yeah uh, i wish things could go back to normal and then i wish uh, in like when cinemas just bring back like, the old movies like ah oh, what if like they bring back like 20 blade runner like on the big screen that would and, be amazing uh and then other great cinematic but they were about to put blade runner on the big, big screen last year but then they didn't um for some reason oh i remember that yeah yeah i remember that um, they, yeah. put, they put loads of films. I saw um, the Back to the Future trilogy. I saw Empire Strikes Back. I saw the Karate Kid, and I saw the Dark Knight trilogy, all on the big screen. It was amazing. Ah, oh, well, I wish I wish I could have done that. But... Yeah, get an unlimited card. I, it, it's best investment I've ever made. It's it's great. You get to watch so many films. It's worth it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just love everything about like the the Back to the Future trilogy, like the the um, the recurring jokes about Biff or the other Biff relatives like getting in, in manure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hate manure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I hate manure. And then like um, Marty just accidentally uh, creating like new <laughs> stuff like Calvin Klein, skateboard. Um, Frisbee. Hey, Frisbee, far out. Worst thinking men like that. I don't know if it's right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do that George oh, I, 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 you know that was kind of sad like George McFly the actor he didn't get to be in the other ones oh, but that was George uh, McFly is my favourite part of the original he is so funny especially when he's old and he does the laugh he's <laughs> like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> oh, he's so good oh and then I just love it and um, uh, and the sad thing is like Michael J. Fox oh um, yeah he was about to be like a great Actor like this was, was like the start of his career because Definitely. yeah, but now he's got this um, disease, Parkinson's, Parkinson's disease. Yeah, yeah there's sad. other did films you... that he was in. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, did you watch the the um, Back to the Future cast reunite? No, no, that is that. It's great. Um, they did 
they did like Josh Gad did this thing where he did like the Ghostbusters cast, the Back to the Future cast, um, the Goonies cast, like a couple of others all like reuniting, and bloody Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings one was incredible. It was so good. Uh, we yeah. Yeah, we it's called reun it's called reunited apart. Uh, we need we need reunited apart. Yes, yeah. I see it now. Yeah, yeah it, it's incredible. Uh, the Lord of the Rings one. If anyone hasn't watched the Lord of the Rings one and likes Lord of the Rings, it's so good. Oh, right. I'm excited to watch that now. Um, yeah. Oh, and I'm hoping for for for, for the future. There's not going to be like Back to the Future. I, another Back to the Future film. Oh, yeah. Another, oh, no. you, you know what, everyone... Scott, if, if they make another one, I'm going to use the DeLorean and go back in time. <laughs> right, you know not when... You know when you know when everyone wanted um, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. to play oh, to play Marty uh, and Doc. Stop it! The... Just stop it! Why? Never no. remake it! Never remake it! It's They've perfect. Got ten million views. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Crispin Glover! Oh, he's in an interview for the Back to the Future. Oh, there he is! Oh, he looks. Um... Old slash young. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, it kind of looks like the same, um, which is weird. Nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just love it. It's a 10 out of 10. Come on. It's a I 10 mean, out of come, 10. Come on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What have you been watching this week? I have watched a film called Submarine. Um, so this film is directed by Richard Ayoade, who um, people will know from the IT crowd from uh, The Mandalorian. Oh! He, he's in many things. He's all over British TV. Um, he is a great actor. Uh, but he directed this film, actually. Um, and it stars... Uh, uh, Sally Hawkins is in it, um, who is in Paddington. The guy, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays uh, Charlie Bucket's dad in the Tim Burton uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he's in it. And then... I can't remember his name, but the guy who who played Leo Wellard in Tracy Beaker. Um, so yeah, basically it's all them, and it's just a story about uh, these people living in Ireland. I think, I yeah. think so. I might be getting the accent wrong, but wow. yeah. And then it's about it's just about this kid who um, he's a bit of a social recluse, and he like he sees things in a very like. A different way to everyone else and on one side he's trying to like impress this girl on the other on the other side he's trying to like stop his parents from um stop his mum from cheating on it on his dad um and oh it, my god it's oh, it's, wait, okay. it's it's a lovely film it, it's 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 really nice but it's really heartbreaking as as well but it's made in such a very nice style that you know i'm a big sucker for um you know i i, def I think i think i give it a nine out of ten um yeah, you can you can buy it on Prime, um, uh, but it's not available free anywhere, unfortunately. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I'll probably give it a nine out of ten. And it's just, it's one of those films that's just like you know it's critically acclaimed and it deserves it. It's wonderful. Um, yeah. What else have you been watching, John? Oh, oh. Um, sorry. Uh, was that it for your film? Yeah. Oh. There's a oh, I played I finally played the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Oh, great! How is it? Oh, it was an emotional roller coaster. Like, 
Uh, ah, hey, 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 John, I'm, I'm impressed that you have time to play that, but not Batman Telltale. It's been 19 weeks. <laughs> Wait, have you been counting down? <laughs> yeah, of course I... What the heck? I'm working! Uh, fine, I'll play it. I'll play I'm it kidding. This I'm kidding. I'm this kidding. Week. I'm kidding. Tell me about Miles Morales. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so, Miles Morales. Uh, okay. So the game mechanic is great, like, it's so fresh, it's uh, really new. Uh, the voice actor for Miles Morales and the other actors as well, they, they did superb with everything. And um, and the uh, the boss fights are great, and with, like, with the other characters that um, you see, uh, it's so different. This is, the, this is such a different game, uh, like... Um, like you see the culture like of Miles Morales, like in a much deeper note, uh, like you go through everything, and um, and it's very emotional, like what you go through, like we go through with Miles in this game, and uh, I did not expect this at all because I thought, oh yeah, the villain, this is gonna, oh he is he he sees the day, but no, it it's it ends with a sad no, and uh, but it's quite. It's a very, very inspiring. It's very, uh, a very different Marvel story, and it's very, very um, emotional, but uh, with fun as well. But like, uh, you go through with Miles, and um, yeah, with the music, I love the music. The music's so good. Um, and didn't they uh, bring back some of the artists who did um, songs for Spider Verse? Oh, and Jaden Smith, yeah, he came back for making songs for Spider uh, Spider Man. Uh, yeah, and I think there was uh, another guy who did music as well. The music, yeah, I, I think he did that. Yeah, so um, what other thing? Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, the animation is so clean. Uh, like the the graphics are so nice, and uh, the set pieces. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, there was. Uh, I, I, there's so much to talk about, but there's like really good things. Uh, have you watched uh, the Miles Morales gameplay? Okay, so I've watched the the original Spider-Man, but I haven't watched the Miles Morales one yet. Oh, uh, I'm excited right. though because I've watched a couple of video essays, one from High Top Films and one from Brown Table, who are both saying that it's excellent. So I'm excited yeah, to play it, it or really, watch really it. Good. Uh, but it's it. DLC. It's short, but I don't care. It's a great game. I give this a nine out of ten. How much was it? Oh. Uh, just like new, uh, fifty quid. That is a lot for 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 such a small game. But, but no, it is it, it is excellent. Like no, really. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Um, yeah. Uh, if you have a PS4 or somehow got the PS5. Wow, John, thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, just like whoever got like a PS4 or that next gen. I, I don't know how anyone got that, but uh, if you have that, I would recommend getting uh, Miles Morales. Are, are you, are you going to get um, a PS5? Sorry? Are you going to get a PS5? Um, in the future, maybe, but yeah. it, I don't know when it comes cheap. Um, <laughs> but you, what about you? Oh, I want a Nintendo Switch. Um, oh, a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah. Go, go for that. It's, yeah, I will. So, because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it depends on... Life, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, anything else? Uh, yeah, I watched Boyhood. Um, 
Oh, Boyhood, the film that took ages to film. Yeah, so they filmed this film over 12 years, and they uh, they dedicate about, like, 10 to 20 minutes of screen time per, like, year that they do, and they use the same actors, uh, and you slowly see this kid grow up, and... I want to say, I was listening to the Kermode on Film podcast, which is a great podcast for anyone. Mark Kermode, if you don't know, is a really famous um, movie critic, and he does a podcast with uh, Jack Howard, who is, um, you might know from Jack and Dean on YouTube. Anyway, they did a, a podcast called The Heartwarming Films to Watch in Lockdown. One of them was Boyhood. It's not heartwarming at all. It's harrowing. It was very. It was a very tough watch. It deals with a lot of very difficult issues. Um... Which really, you know, were tough to get through. You know, it deals with like child abuse and stuff, and 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 just like some some stuff that I would very I'd like to forget in a hurry. Um, but at the same time, it was a really nice kind of slice of life, and was you know realistic in the sense of like what you know adolescents can be like for a lot of young boys, um, and. Uh, and you know the way that it all worked, I thought was 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 wonderful, and um, you can definitely see things like improving. Like the actors, like they definitely improve as the twelve years go on, and stuff like the characters change in their subtle ways as well as like growing older. And you get stuff like and um, the picture quality at the beginning is like quite grainy, and then at the end it's you know it's lovely HD. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's a wonderful film, and um, I think I'd probably give it a. Uh, an 8 out of 10. It would be a 10, but there's not a lot that makes you kind of happy about it. So, um, oh, you know, okay. I was expecting a happier film than it was, but yeah, it's great. Definitely give it a watch. Right. Um, that'll be it for me from the weekly viewing. Yes. Uh, if you have anything that you want us to watch and to talk about it on uh, the podcast, please do. Yeah, throw uh, us an email, comment below, all that stuff. And yeah, so without further ado, that is it. For this week, um, if you want to get in contact with us, email us on OurStimeFilmPod at Gmail. We are uh, on Twitter and Instagram at OurStimeFilmPod. I am Tom the Boardman on Twitter. I am ComedyJohn42 on Twitter. And yeah, if you want to, you know, talk about anything that we've talked about, give us your opinions, anything like that. Yeah. You know, um, talk to us about our plans for a Zack Snyder extravaganza starting in a couple of weeks. You know, any of the news we talked about, anything, just, you know, we're here for it. Yeah, we're we're here for the Zack Snyder stuff. We can, yeah. uh, Yeah, and uh, thank you for listening today. And uh, Tom, you want to say anything else? Uh, Stay safe, as always. Um, Yeah. You know, vaccines are rolling out. Um, Yeah, so stay safe and and, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. and uh, please do stay safe. And we're hoping everything will get back together slowly. Um, Yeah, so take what you're giving. Give nothing back. A goodbye. And goodbye.